Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today, we got plenty to talk about because we have all of the NFL Draft news. Everything that went on and all the offensive players that were picked early, which was kind of a shock to me. I don't know about you, Jeff. I just seeing those running backs. Those running backs weren't a big deal. We knew they were going to go to the board, but those receivers, man, I didn't, no. I didn't see it coming. And the, the quarterback situation too was way out of control. Oh, man, yeah, and none of them are probably going to be fantasy relevant, but uh, <laughs> maybe not, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll talk, talk about it. There's there's one of them that intrigues me a little bit, but. I was just real shocked at those wide receivers and how early they went. I thought maybe one of them would go, but not all three of them in the top nine. Yeah, I don't think I was I wasn't necessarily shocked, but I'm I like the fact that it feels like all the teams were listening to us because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because they all went in good positions or good spots for them. Yeah, yeah. we'll get into that in a little bit here. First, we just have a little bit minor maybe news to talk about. Really, not too much, but Jamal Charles. Finally, there's some Jamal Charles news. Like We talked about it before. Like It seemed like there was just nothing going on with him. And now it sounds like he's going to be visiting with the Broncos. So, that actually, I kind of am intrigued by that because I'm not a big C.J. Anderson fan. Devontae Booker, I mean, he was okay last year, but did he really show his – to me, he didn't show a lot. I was saying before, like a lot of times these running backs, you know right away if they can do it or not. And I mean, look at Booker compared to like Jordan Howard in a worse situation. Howard showed right away he can play. Booker didn't. Mm-hmm. So Jamal Charles, if he's healthy, he's. I mean, he's not going to go in there and be the starter right away, probably. But I could see him get a lot of work if he's if he's healthy. This is interesting. Yeah, if he's healthy, well, you know, it, he's been hurt the last two years. I, I think he comes in and he is the starter, yeah. but he has such a different skill set than the other two guys that you were yep. just talking about. And you saw how much he can mean to a team, mm-hmm. especially for a team that doesn't uh, can kind of struggle in the passing game. Yep. You saw how well the Chiefs used him in order to generate all this offense. Yep. I feel like the Broncos could do the same thing because of their up in the air kind of situation with yeah. the quarterback. So I think he'd be a good fit there. Um, and in this case, he probably doesn't have to take as many snaps as he did in you know. Yeah. So you could keep him a little healthier, or if he's not fully you know up to snuff, you could wait on him because you do have those other two healthy backs. It's it's interesting with him too because, I mean, he had the ACL, but then he really never came back from it healthy last year. So I don't just don't know if it was just he they rushed him back. It's you don't really know if he was rushed back or if it's just this is going to be lingering and a thirty year old running back and it's pretty much it. It's it's hard to say right now. I I'm still leaning towards the fact that he maybe was rushed back and tried to get back too early. I mean, after what Peterson did a couple years ago and came back so quick, everyone figures, oh, they can come back from an ACL in nine months now. It just, it's still, that's not what it should be. I think he rushed it back a little bit, and yeah. hopefully it's healed up. But he's still, he's 30. So I'm, Yeah, I, I think in my mind, I'm unfortunately probably, I'm leaning towards the idea that he's probably not going to be the same yeah. back. And I would love to see him you know, flying around and, and doing well. Uh, but until I actually see some proof of that, I just yeah. I, I have a hard time <laughs> believing he's going to be anything like what he was. Yep. Well, we'll see. Hopefully we'll have a little bit more news on that maybe this week, maybe after the meeting with the Broncos. And there really isn't much of a market out there. So if they offer him anything, I think he's going to take it. I mean, there just hasn't been much for him. The Packers released Kristen Michael. Kristen <laughs> Michael, man. This is, in a dynasty league, I mean, people have been holding on to him forever. I mean, I'm actually probably one of those people. I just time to cut bait with him i think after how many ever he's been on at least four teams in seattle twice and so he's been released by them all i think it's there's something there the talent's there but there's guys it's just not quite clicking with him and the packers went and drafted three running backs so (laughs) that's the interesting spot there so they didn't need him anymore after getting those three running backs and i don't know if michael will go anywhere if he does, just stop. Just forget about Christian Michael, please. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to hear any more Christian Michael hype trains anymore. I just, I'm done with it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's officially <laughs> officially met its end. Yeah, I'm, we don't need to talk about him anymore. Some other minor news. I mean, Ryan Matthews. There's you were just telling me this before we got on started the show here. You know, just a, one of these local Philly writers was saying that they believe the Eagles are still going to cut Ryan Matthews. So. 
I mean, they de- they haven't made any moves running back wise in this offseason yet. So, yeah, that's why I'm surprised. I was surprised to read that. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if there's any validity to it. I don't know who that that writer was, but it, if that's true, it does open the door for well, other running backs. They did, like, they did draft um, Donnell Pumphrey. I think his name is. He's like the basically the leading rusher all time in in D one, but it's obviously for a smaller school. So he's not really an every down back, I don't think. We'll we'll talk about him as we go on too. But they did draft him, so they have Smallwood and Sproles, and him as well. Maybe Matthew just Matthews is hurt all the time, so maybe it is time to just get rid of him. He makes a little bit more money, and will, will somebody pick him up for a minimum deal? I still think he's one of those guys that'll find a way on a team. I can't imagine him being. You know, having to retire yep. if he didn't want to because no, he is—he's very productive when he's healthy. Yep, and yeah, if he's healthy, but that's—we said this is every running back basically. Yeah. It's just—it's the nature of the position, I guess. Eventually, they all get hurt, and once they start getting hurt, it's tough to yeah. ever and come back. Unfortunately healthy. for him, it started year one. Yep. So there's really not too much other news. Blake Bortles—they actually the Jaguars picked did the fifth year team option on him good for you yeah. finally the and jaguars they, and they didn't looking win, like they, they know what's going on they didn't pick anybody no. so and a lot of people were disappointed that they didn't but come on i think just give bortles one more year he's not a, i'm not saying he's a great quarterback but he's better than what you're gonna get yeah that's the thing like even in the draft everyone was reaching for those quarterbacks really none of those guys are sure things so why why just give him one more shot with a running game around him See what happens. If it doesn't work out, you still can go get somebody. You know, in order, there's always our veteran. You can always go get one of those veteran types. Who knows who it will be next year? I mean, this year it could have been like a Cutler or something, but who knows? No one in Cutler. Did you hear the news? Cutler, he actually reached out to the Texans, and they didn't call him back. <laughs> that, that's hurtful. <laughs> uh, that, I, I don't understand that one because you have to believe. I knew, obviously, they got Deshaun Watson, but – um, but you have to think that Cutler is definitely better than than Tom Savage. You would think, but maybe yeah. they they must have knew, knew all along they were going to go after that quarterback in the draft. And if they didn't get it, then maybe they'd yeah. call him back. Either that, or they really like Savage, and I just don't fully understand it. Obviously, they yep. would they've been around the guy more than I have, so they probably would know. But uh, that is very hurtful that he couldn't even pretty much get a, a sit down with him. Yep. That's pretty much it for the news. Everything else is draft news, so we'll get into that in a little bit here. But before we get into that, you know, just make sure you visit us on Twitter at the FF Profit. Check out their website at fantasyfootballprofit.com or even send us an email at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. And right, I'm going to guess I'm going to announce a little contest right now, trying to get some easy reviews for us on iTunes. Basically, what we're going to be doing here is we actually have it on the website now is starting you know, once season gets going, the drafts get going, we're going to be doing some custom podcasts for people. We're going to have to sign up. We're going to have a limited number. We don't know exactly how many yet. You know, we don't want to overextend ourselves. We want to make sure we make some good podcasts for people. So what we're going to do is we'll have this custom podcast. We actually don't have all the details quite worked out yet, but we'll have that on our website. We'll announce it here once we get all that worked out. But what we're going to do is have a little contest here. Basically, all you have to do to enter into the contest is leave us a review on iTunes. Hopefully, preferably five-star. That would be probably the best. If you leave us a little... If it's a one-star review, I probably won't put you into the contest, just to let you know. But just leave us a review on iTunes. Send us an email at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. Let us know you left a review. I know they don't show up usually right away. So just leave us... Let let me know You know what your username is. You just get to write what the review is. We'll enter you into the contest. And this is going to go on for a few months here. I mean, because obviously we can't even do a actual podcast until people have your leagues drafted, which isn't going to be till August. So we'll probably have the contest go probably to about August 1st, right around there. Probably That'll probably be the cutoff date. And then we'll get us your draft, get us all your info. We'll, you know, we'll touch base with you at that point, and we'll make a custom podcast for just your league, reviewing your league, going over you know the teams who we think is the best team in the, in the league, and all, everything like that. We'll go over a bunch of stuff and try to make it fun for everybody and talk about all the teams like that so if you want to get in on that go to itunes leave us a review send it back to us if you're not on itunes you can leave us a review at any other place that you know stitcher wherever leave us a review let us know where it is so we can find it we can verify it we can get you into the contest because 
reviews do help. I think that we want <laughs> this is what this could be our first full season doing this podcast. We started what about week seven or eight last year, so kind of a test run to get going. But this is the year we're hopefully going to be gaining a lot more people listening. And the way to do that is get your name out there on basically iTunes is where it's at to get your name out there. So leave us a review, send us an email, we'll get you in the contest. That's pretty much it for that. We'll bring that up again and again. So hopefully we won't go too long on these little promotion deals, but got to go somewhere with that. <laughs> get yourself out there. So how about we talk about the draft? Draft time. Might as well start off right at the beginning here. Basically the beginning. Number. We'll talk about it a little bit because really fantasy relevance-wise, I don't feel like this is going to have a big deal this year. The number two pick, Trubisky, going to the Bears. I... I think the Bears reached a little bit and made a bad deal here with these trades, but I don't care about that when it comes to fantasy-wise. I still don't think... Trubisky's probably not going to be the starter this year. If it all goes well, it's going to be Glennon yet, which it should be. He's the veteran. Trubisky had, what, 13 starts under his belt at North Carolina? He's not ready to jump into a starting role. So he should be the backup, and he will be. So if you're in a a redraft league, even a keeper league, for the most part, you're not getting him. It's pretty much Dynasty is the only place that you would need to think about drafting him. And then I don't even know if you'll draft him in that spot. You could throw him on the end. It depends on how deep your dynasty league is, really. In what If you have a two-quarterback situation, if you play a two-quarterback league, then, yeah, get him and stash him. If you play one and you're in a, a maybe a 10-team league, I don't even know if you need to draft this guy. I really don't. I've seen this in our leagues. These, quarter, these rookies do get drafted in our dynasty draft, in a rookie draft, and they get dropped. Once you realize like, it... It depends on who, what kind of situation you're in. Yeah. If you want to keep him deep on your bench, he's a, he's a basically a draft and stash for a couple of years because he's not going to give you any value for probably, I'd say at least three years. He might start in year two, but I mean, how good is he going to be? You know. Yeah, uh, and I do. I agree with that. I mean, I I assume you will draft him in a dynasty league and probably stash him just in case. Yep. But I mean, I don't want to come down on the Bears too much because I think if you listen to. <laughs> sports at all you probably have heard everyone bash them because this was mind-boggling but no bad one knows for me. if he's that good, it's, he could. it makes sense exactly and none it, of us know we don't no. know that even and we don't know. don't know exactly we don't know how the nfl draft is actually going to turn out I, I remember you can go to any team and they'll get an a grade yep. and then three years later you'll realize that the majority <laughs> of those people are bust yep. um for me I, they just gave up too much to get him if he turns out to be their their, their quarterback of the future, you know, bully for them, that's awesome. But right now you have to be thinking Glennon is still the guy, and he's going to get at – you would have to think he's going to get two years. I would think so. Um, so well, That's the problem. If he struggles, though, that's how these situations work yeah. now. They get forced into the situation. They always do. It's not going to be like Aaron Rodgers played behind Favre and he could sit for a few years because it was then a Hall of Fame quarterback. Glennon's a Hall of Fame quarterback, so the minute he struggles – the, everyone's going to be calling for, calling Trubisky, for Trubisky, so we'll see how the Bears, if they're you know, really strong on keeping him out, not playing him. I, they, he needs to sit and learn. Yeah, I just uh, – it's hard to think. I understand where they get it from. He, he looks the part. Yep. But, I mean, what was the guy, 8-5 and five is the only year he was a starter? Yeah, just, I, I feel to, like you, you watch him in like – You played in the ACC, which how good is the ACC really? They have, they have Florida State and Clemson, but other than that, they're just not – they're not – SEC level, yeah. they're not. They're okay, but <laughs> yeah. And obviously, we're talking about fantasy, so we're only talking yeah. about just dynasty in stashing. He's yeah. going to be worthless I this just, year. Yeah, I just can't. In my mind, it's so hard to pick out what quarterback is actually going to make yeah. it. It's such a unique position that it's very hard to figure out which who's going to be a bust and who's not. It really is. And for the Bears to trade up and to they take see, this they pick on a QB, there. obviously they do. But they could have yeah. easily, you know. They could have easily taken a, a defensive position yeah. that they guaranteed to. Maybe not they're going to be the greatest thing, but they could fill yeah. a role definitely. So I don't like the pick, obviously, but you know he's one keep an eye on. But you're right, he's probably not going to do anything. No. Redraft leagues, there's no way. He shouldn't be on anyone's team. No. And if, yeah, if, if he ends up being fantasy relevant, it's later in the year, so get him off the way of a wire. Yeah. Yeah. So the first real player to talk about is Leonard Fournette. Went to the Jaguars. We were kind of thinking this is where his landing spot would be. I think this is a great spot. I do too. And I like the pick. I mean, everyone's going to say taking running backs in the first yep. round is stupid. Yeah. They're not necessarily wrong, but I think Fournette is that guy, and I think the Jaguars are good enough on defense yep. and on, on offense. I think 
this will truly help their team. Yep. And they still have Yeldon now to be a backup guy who can come in and just spell Fournette once in a while. So Yeldon as a second running back, so that's a good, solid backup running back, I feel like. He wasn't cut out to be the everyday guy. It showed. No. Yeah. But have him as a backup, that's a that's a solid number two for them. And for this is where we were talking about Bortles just a minute ago. Like this finally, with a running back like this, we can see if Bortles can play. We we don't know if he can play yet. Actually, having a running game like this where they have to respect it, this is this could be interesting. If they if Fournette plays that well, maybe Bortles and Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns and Marquise Lee. Yeah. I mean, the whole team could like, get back on track. It it could be interesting. I'm I'm kind of I think it's a good spot for him. I think he's going to be solid. Dynasty wise, I still think he's the number one rookie to pick. Some I've heard, I've seen some other people picking like Corey Davis. Maybe no, it's still Fournette for me. I still go with the big time running back. Yeah, he's I, he's. I heart, first of all, running backs are difficult to come by, especially in dynasty leagues. Yep. I think Fournette is by far the favorite for yep. a dynasty league. Absolutely number one. I have no doubts about it. He landed in a position where he's going to be the starter. No one's going to push him no i mean he's not gonna have to we know yeldon's not gonna be the guy yeah it's, it's him the, the only thing that i could possibly think is maybe the first year out maybe if he doesn't pick up blitzes as well or, or you know qb protection then yep. maybe he'll be more of a, a two down back yeah um, if, yeah. if you Very know if they don't want to use him in the passing so there's a few things that could derail him but i don't see any of that issue i honestly think he's gonna be a three down I mean, back I, i'm gonna rake him in the top 15 running backs right off the bat I'm pretty sure he's going to be in my top 15. Yeah, I, he's yeah. not going to be top 10, but he's going to be in that 10 to 15 range. And I'm, probably well, close to the 10th. Because when we look at those ranks, every time it's like once you get past about 10 and 11, you're like, oh, there's nobody here. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be up there. He's an every down guy. Not every down, we said, but he's pretty he, close well, he to could it. could be. Pretty close yeah. to it. We don't know exactly yet. but And he's as close as you're going to get. Yeah. Obviously, we don't know this for sure, but um, – an educated guest would say that he's actually going to be the lead back, and those are very difficult to find. He so he, you get thrown in right away, and yep. you can't imagine. I mean, first year, injury shouldn't plague him. He yep. should be fresh legs. Well, then I like good. what the Jags did with their um, first pick in the second round. They went and got the offense tackle Cam Robinson from Alabama, who at one point was list like some mocks a couple months ago was like a top ten pick. He kind of fell a little bit, but still he's one of the top offense lineman in the draft and they they're beefing up their offensive line too so i'm i'm very interested to see what the jaguars are going to do and their defense is looking actually really good too they've their defense added some players last year got, too and they've drafted well in defense it's gonna be interesting okay question for you obviously we both like fournette yeah. you said he's gonna be top 15 yeah. no brainer he could be a top 10 back yep. he could creep up that high so we love fournette what does this do to – and then, obviously, they signed Bortles for another year, so he's going to have the confidence, the support. Mm-hmm. What does this do for the wide receiver situation? Because we're – it's a little well, see, that's, shaky, obviously. And this is where it's, it's going to be interesting because I think their defense is better. They're going to be in more games that way. They're not going to have to air it out as much. Fournette's going to keep keep them on the ground a little bit. They're not going to have to – they're not going to get behind as much that way. So I don't think we're ever going to reach Bortles numbers and Robinson numbers from two years ago. So it, I don't think it's going to be that – but I think it's going to be better than last year, and they're going to be solid. It's just they're not going to have to be airing it out constantly. That's the difference here. So you're not if you're expecting that what 1,400 yards and whatever how many touchdowns Robinson had two years ago. That's probably not what's going to happen. But I feel like he's going to end up being more. Maybe they can be a more consistent team. And they're not going to just have to be just airing it out when everybody knows that's all they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we'll ever reach those crazy numbers. But so where would you rank Allen Robinson? I'm going to have him top 20. Top 20? Yeah. But, I mean, between 15 and 20. I think I'm going to put him there. That's fair. The rest of the guys, I don't know yet. And Bortles is not going to be drafting him. He's still going to be down there, which I don't think his numbers will ever be just amazing anymore. Never, they never were. It was just all he accumulated yards and touchdowns because they were trying to come back. So he might end up looking more as a solid player. Fantasy-wise, that might not mean as much. But I think it means more for actually probably Allen Robinson just because I think his numbers will be more consistent here. So, I think that's kind of what I'm what I'm looking at there. I don't really know exactly yet, but you always I thought they were going to be a better team last year, two years ago. And they just still haven't done it. Yeah, they're they're a very difficult one to try to figure they out because I 
even to this day, I can't truly figure out with the big fall off from where one year to the next. I mean, just statistically, yeah. it, it doesn't it necessarily make. Bur- Bortles wasn't good, I guess, maybe, but we'll see. Yeah, and you we'll always see. wonder. But so I, I do. I, I'm I'm a little bit higher on them. I, I love Fournette's pick. Fournette is going to be go for quite a bit of money. Yeah. I think we're different than I hear a lot of other podcasts, a lot of other experts, a lot of people are just they're just done with Blake Bortles and just so down on him. But I feel like we're a little different for some reason in that. I just want to see what the guy can do. Give him an actual team to play with yeah. and I'm, see if there's something there. He was a third pick in the draft a couple years ago. Like he hasn't had a team to play with. And you're yet. talking about actual football, right? Yeah, now. And like yeah. stuff like no, and even fantasy. Like yeah, I mean, I'm, overall, everyone's. Just I'm not so, going to draft him, but he he no, will just, be on my radar. I'm going to see how he does. Yeah, right I want to give him another chance here and yeah. see what kind of player he can actually. For be. people that want to get rid of him, you know, when you're actually talking about real football, yeah, it's like he hasn't had a team to play with yet. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked because what is the alternative? Exactly. You're going to play Chad Henney? Yeah, I mean, unless, so you go out, unless you go out and get color, get, but like, you might, that's just an older version of no, what Bortles people, has been doing. Everyone was, a lot of people were high on Deshaun Watson. They all have Watson going there, and we'll talk about him a little bit, but I think he'd be okay, but I don't think he, he wouldn't step. Why would he be? That is a lot to ask of a rookie. Yeah, it's just and not. People see that, like, Dak Prescott yeah. jump into a role and do that well. But it's just that was such a fluke. That would, that doesn't happen. You don't go into a situation with that kind of offensive yeah. line and that kind and, of running back. And that's why, and we're going to start talking about him right away, but the Jaguars weren't the team Texans were. And yeah. that's why people give yeah, we can talk Watson, about Watson right yeah, now. that's why around. we give yeah. Watson a chance to do well is because if you get put in a situation it's where a, you're, yeah, exactly. you have a good team around you, yep. you get look, you know, you can look really good. Yeah, like the, like Dak, Dak Prescott last year or even Roethlisberger way back in the day. Yep. If you get put on the Jaguars or say a David Carr way back in the day for the Texans yep. where you're just getting hit all the time, you're a young guy. You're still trying to figure out progressions, everything like that. Yeah, you're not going to put up good numbers. You're not. You're going to lose your confidence. It's just not going to work out. So that's yeah. why I, I don't understand people wanting to get rid of Bortles right now, yeah. and thinking that someone like Trubisky can start right away, even though they signed Glennon. I heard yep. people <laughs> want, and that's mind-boggling to me. Yeah, like Watson could be very solid because of his situation. Hopkins, Will Fuller. Out there, Lamar Miller. They drafted Deontay Foreman. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll get yeah. to him. But I, I'm actually I'm actually a big supporter of him right now. He's going to be a, a, a deep deep yep. sleeper for me. Yep. All right, let's go number five. Corey Davis, your guy. You talked yes. about him. You said he. You said you he should have been the number one wide receiver. I went with Mike Williams. The Titans, man. And we they did. We did. I did say I thought the Titans should draft him, but yeah. at number nineteen. Yeah, or not number nineteen. Number whatever they have. Their second pick. Um. Yeah, number 18, number mm-hmm. 18. I thought that's where they could get him. But they liked him enough for number five. This was, and I think this started the chain of the wide receiver picks, but I don't think this was expected. But this is perfect. I wanted him to go to the Titans. The Titans needed a receiver, and this, I think it's a perfect pick. I don't know, maybe they reached slightly, maybe not, but I think it's, they needed a receiver, and they got what they thought was the, the number one receiver in the draft. And this, I like this team. I, Mariota with, Dude, I, with Murray and Henry. And now, Corey Davis, who should be the number one with a, a good number two in Rashard Matthews, with Delaney Walker. Like I, I love this team. I, I love this. Dude, I love what the Titans did, and I'm trying to temper my expectations of Corey Davis. I think he has the, and I've said this before, but I think he has the best chance of stepping right into a role yep. and producing. Yep. I think he is definitely draftable, obviously, and I think he he should be. I'm trying to think of where I'd put him right away. The only problem with the only problem with that, and it's good for him as a, you know as a player that is going to learn the role and get better and can you know not having that much pressure on you. There's a lot of people that you can spread the ball around to. Yeah, you can do a lot of stuff this with is, this offense. It's still going to be a run heavy offense, yeah. so they're so, not going to have to do everything. So don't there. expect them to try to force feed the ball to him like you know like a Kelvin Benjamin his you know rookie year. Yep. That's not going to be him, but he will put up decent numbers. Um, he has that then. Um, the other guys around him too. That, that's oh, yeah. what I love because he he. I think he can do everything. And I know people are, are kind of down. They think this might have been too high for the for the Titans. They they reach for him. I don't think so. I think he's the real deal. I think at worst he's going to be a very good wide receiver too in the league. So I'm excited to see what they do. And it's just it's so many weapons because obviously we could talk about Murray and Henry all day too. Yep. And then Mariota can even run it a little bit. There's nothing this offense can't do now. Oh yeah. And with him, with Davis, I'm trying to think where I'm going to put him in my rankings. I'm just kind of looking around some of these. I think he's, I think he's a top 25 guy. I really think when you get down to that top 25, around that range, it's like Emmanuel Sanders, 
Dante Moncrief, Golden Tate-ish, those kind of guys. Then you go like Larry Fitzgerald, Stefan Diggs. I think he's there. He's above that maybe. Actually, I would right? I would put him above Diggs and and Fitzgerald right? is an is an interesting so, one because like, I feel like he always starts off very high. He's so. for sure a top thirty as of right now. He's definitely minimum wide receiver three territory and definitely could be up to wide receiver yeah. two. But he's at worst a wide receiver three right the, now. Yeah, and the only thing I worry about that you're going to be drafting on potential a little bit Yo. because you will have to pay more than a wide well, receiver three. But that's where, and that's where you'd want him, though. You want to do your wide receiver three at this point. So if you can get him at that, that's great. Yeah. I think yeah, there's going to be some people that reach for him. These rookies, they fall in love with the rookies, especially a top ten pick. Oh, yeah, they will. And that's top why you'll, you'll see Fournette go for obscene amounts of money Yeah, as well. what do you think Fournette will go for? He's going to go, like, obviously, what um, we're going to say is now, neither of us are going to want to do that. It's going to be... He's going to go for more. I, I, I almost guarantee... I'm trying to think what's a realistic... Someone's going to fall in love with it, and he's going to go for at least fifty. Oh, I wasn't going to go that. High I think fifty. Yet. I think, really think, 50 I think fifty is the number he could go to. The way I've seen I'll, I'll these drafts, I was thinking, the last I was thinking low forties for sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I was just thinking top three. The they're top gonna three go are going to go crazy. And it all depends on what kind of if you're in a read, complete yeah. redraft or keeper. If and he's, it's going to be interesting because somebody's going to fall in love with it and think maybe they're going to get the next Zeke. It's not going to be the same situation, yeah. but. You get a guy who's just going to dominate. He's also going to hit in that very dangerous part of the draft where yep. you're kind of past the known commodities. Yep. And, you know, that's the top three. That's the McCoy, Howard from last year, Gordon from last year. Yep. And then all of a sudden there's not a whole lot of depth there. And so the prices start going back up. Yep. You hit that curve. I think he's going to go right there. So I think he's going to go overpriced. But, hey, if you haven't gotten a person yet, like that yet, yeah. Um, I would, you know, if I got stuck in that position, I would have to pay that price too. So I would, I, I would like try to nominate it. him early. I don't, I don't like doing it, no. but sometimes you got to get that running back. Yeah. All these guys are going to go, and the same thing. Well, the other wide receivers are yeah. going to well, go for more seven than here. they should either. Mike Williams to the Chargers. This is I didn't see the Chargers picking a wide no. receiver like this. It's a great spot for once again. Like all so, these teams that drafted, they drafted a need, yep. and I love the spot for them. What's this mean? Do you think with the Chargers? Do they not think Keenan Allen's going to come back and be healthy? Are they not sold on Tyrell Williams? Like I, I don't think they're. I don't think they're sold. I think on, it's a mix. I think it's a yeah. combination. Honestly, I yeah, exactly. That's what I think. It I, I like, think they saw the best value there, the best player they could get, um, and I think they're protecting themselves because Tyrell Williams. He did all right when he was in there, mm-hmm. but I think they also realize we don't have a true number one guy. We uh, we're kind of lacking in depth. We have a bunch of yeah. okay, and I, I think they. Think Keenan Allen is going to come back, and he's going to be their number one guy. But he's well, not. The, he's not the true. No, number no, I was going to say. He like, runs I was, different I types just, of routes. I was just going to say this kind of situation feels to me like Mike Williams is that true number one type receiver. Keenan Allen, as much as we like him, he doesn't really fit that mold exactly. He's not though those other top guys like we talk about, like Julio and yeah. Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham and AJ Green. Those kind of guys. He's not that guy. He is more of a, just a very good number two, like a I mean, but like top end number yeah. two receiver. But that is what he is. Like Mike Williams has the potential to be that sure thing number one with a really great Keenan Allen behind him. Yeah, I think I think they draft Mike Williams, and I think Mike Williams, if he turns out to be who we all think he is right now, which is a truly gifted athlete, big wide receiver that is also fast, I think he allows the other players on that team yep. to play their true position, and yeah. I think that's what was really um, intriguing about him. And not to mention, they probably saw him and they probably thought he was the best wide receiver and yeah. they didn't think he was going to get to him. Boom. I mean, 6'4", I mean, the, the guy can fly. What it, do you think about this for Rivers? Rivers now has you know, Gordon in the backfield. He's throwing the ball to Keenan Allen. He's throwing the ball to Williams and Tyrell Williams. And, and Hunter and Gates. And Gates. Like, I mean, he has a lot of people to work with. He's gonna be, he could jump into that top ten. He could, and he's always, but he he's always on that cusp. He probably won't be ranked, but that's not a bad guy to do your spend no money on a quarterback and pick one up at the end of the draft for a dollar. Rivers could be that guy, and definitely he's always kind of been that guy, but he could still be that and give you some pretty good value. Yeah, I, I do. I really. He always does at the beginning of the year. He always is great anyway, it seems like. And yeah, he's going to fall he's off. Gonna be, he's going to be a sneaky one. I, I like him a lot, especially if you're not, like you said, if you're going to pair him with someone as well. Yep, I really, really like that pick. Now he has so many weapons. He does. That's a I mean, that's a lot of stuff. A lot of yeah. t- players there. All right, number eight, Panthers. Christian McCaffrey. I. What I, do you think? I was so high on Christian McCaffrey, and I honestly think he got 
This is I a- think it hurt his value, the fact that he got overhyped in the draft, and now he goes to the Panthers, which he's going to be their their back. But, but still, I feel they still like got Stewart. Stewart's like still the. This is a weird situation to me. He's like Stewart's still probably going to get early down work, but McCaffrey's going to be out there. Yeah, I'm, like I'm afraid they're going to misuse McCaffrey, or this offense is not set up yeah, to. How are to, they? Are they going to? If they're going to play Stewart, are they going to be able to play McCaffrey like in the slot? On the downs, with Stewart's. That's what they should do. He should be out there like, all the time. Like yeah, because he can play receiver, he can play in the slot. Then you put him in the backfield. He's for sure on third downs. He's gonna be in the backfield. And Stewart's gonna get hurt at some point. So. Yeah, <laughs> I have no doubt about that. I think Christian McCaffrey is gonna get a lot of playing time. So yeah. I think he's he once again he's gonna be a running back that jumps up over a lot of people because who's really pushing him? I, I think he's definitely the third down back. Yeah, That's this a no-brainer. Is, but this is where I'm going to be hesitant. In a, a dynasty, I'm going to pick him yeah, in the top. There's no doubt. Probably, I'd probably still pick him in the top two in the dynasty. I'd probably, I'd, I might go ahead of Davis yet with him. I, I might. I don't know I for could sure. That. Running backs are tougher to come by. But I think he'd still be top three. But in a redraft, I don't know what I'm, I'm hesitant. Just because I don't know what it is. I, I don't t- know what his role is. I agree. I it's because of the team he went to. It's a great one for him because he has no one there. Yeah. I just don't know how they're going to use him. It's a very difficult offense to try to figure out, especially after their yeah. woes last year. I mean, you're completely taking a chance by getting him thinking they're going to use him yeah. right. And not to mention, new, I, uh, you know, you assume that he's going to keep running less and less to try to yep. stay healthy. But he he murdered his running back's values, you know, yeah. in the years before. So you wonder if it's going to be the same kind of deal. And how good is that offense going to be? I mean, there's the reports early on are Calvin Benjamin's in camp way over weight way over mini camp whatever they never have a number two yeah Greg Olson really declined last year I think he'll be fine but yeah John the Stewart's I don't know I don't know what I like McCaffrey a lot I just don't know what how this is gonna work yeah I I agree and coming in being a rookie I I don't think his uh value I don't think he's gonna hit his peak this year and say I think it's gonna be a slow start I have no hesitation to get him but in a regular league I mean, what do you think price wise? He could he could get up to thirty. Oh yeah, I think he'll be in thirties, and that's too much for me because not knowing a situation. Not because I just don't know. I literally I know Fournette's gonna be the guy, but I don't know what McCaffrey's yeah. gonna be. He's not a he's not an every down back. He's gonna be playing receiver. So I just don't know what how they're gonna use it. So I I just can't recommend it yet. When hopefully before we get to the draft, we'll have a better idea of how the Panthers are gonna use him in preseason, how they do what what they do with him. I just don't know. I just don't know right now. Yeah, yeah. I love the guy, but I think for fantasy, the the first year could be a little rough yeah. on him. And he's so still going to have he's going to have flashes. He's going to have great games. Yeah. But it's there's going to I feel like he's going to be a guy who has a couple two point games. PPR, he's not going to do that to you because he's probably going to get the catches. PPR, he's really interesting. Yeah, he's a lot better in PPR even than right away. But I mean, I'm not saying he's not going to be. He could be very good. I just, I just don't know. Yeah. It, it is. It's the worrisome part yeah. about it. You know, Fournette is going to get yeah. every single goal line. You know, carry. Yeah. I don't think that's Christian McCaffrey's bag. No. You're going to have to be able to pass, catch the ball. I be, I think he he it's gonna he's be probably the hit. biggest. It's going to um, be like Woodhead two years ago. Yeah, he, like he's the biggest risk though because he he could be a true rookie and he might not produce like you want. Yep. And he could really take over this offense because there's not a, as many people to spread the ball around to. Yep. If he really comes out and and you know. They fall in love with him. He's getting a lot of passes. Yep. And for some reason, you know, Stewart goes down early, and for some reason, he even gets red zone work. Yeah. The guy could be a steal. Well, that's what I'm saying. They use him like they like the Chargers did Woodhead in the red zone a couple years mm-hmm. ago. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Man. So I he I, I love this guy, but the Panthers I, is just an enigma to me. Their their offense is all over the board. So um, I, I would temper expectations. I'm really gonna be watching him in the preseason. All right, number nine. We're still talking about offensive players at number nine. I can't believe Dude, we had this. Everyone many. went so early. I couldn't believe how many of these top <laughs> defensive players were dropping. John Ross went to the Bengals again. I did not see this coming, but I like. I don't. I'm. We're not talking about this in any kind of real football. Like maybe they should have drafted offensive line, defense, whatever. I don't care. I just fantasy wise, like for. I like this almost more for AJ Green and <laughs> Andy Dalton. I was about to say. than I do for John Ross. Yeah, and he kind of gone to a better team. No, and I, I never really knew what to expect with John Ross because he is just a speed guy. But I think this is going to help AJ Green a lot. This is going to help Andy Dalton a lot. And, but John Ross, I feel like this is going to be like Will Fuller, 
but better last year. Not I, I didn't I was never a big Wolf Bill Fuller fan. I think he's going to be that kind of player first year maybe, but because he, he doesn't need to be the number one guy, it's going to be AJ Green. So he's not going to have every game. He's not going to dominate. I think he could have some definitely some big games. He's going to have a couple games where he catches like two long touchdowns mm-hmm. and just you know lights it up. But this is out of all the receivers, he's definitely going to be lowest for me. Yeah, it, this is far. my question. Do you think he is going to be the number two guy going, or do you think that's going to be Boyd still? I think it's I think it's Ross. I think Ross is on the outside. Yeah, just running deep routes, just running those routes, just stretching the defense. If that's true, and if that I feel is like so, that's I, feel I, like, I do too. But if that is true, I, I do think Ross has. Pretty good value, he does. actually. If you can get him for a good price, which he might. I think I don't think people are going to be going I, too crazy with this. I, I do see certain people will fall in love with him. Because but they got the other two receivers, speed. I think, are just going to go for more rookie-wise. Ross is going to drop down a little bit, and maybe he could get some good value. I just He's going to be better than Will Fuller was last year for me. But he's the, he's he's that kind of player. I feel like yeah, absolutely, and he should do better because and he's Will, in a better situation. Will Fuller, it was the yeah. Who knows what he would have yeah. done with the year before offense? And he started off really well. Yo. So John Ross can do a lot of good stuff. Once again, it's how quickly can he pick up the offense? Because he he's going to have to still. And <laughs> that's why I do love him. If he really is on the other side of AJ Green. He's they're well, they're not going to have to pay him a whole lot of mind in the beginning because you're not going to leave AJ Green. Yeah. I don't care who you are. No coach is going to do that. Well, so he's not going to have people doubling him. This really could help Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton becomes more intriguing now. I think with with he, a, he is more intriguing, but I'm not going to go too and Tyler high. Eifert and I love, I'm just yeah. going to jump way ahead. Joe Mixon too. What's yeah. this, I'm just going to we'll talk about the Bengals. Let's see. We'll skip way ahead to Joe Mixon. What's that mean when they get Joe Mixon? Is it? Is Jeremy Hill is he? Are they done with him? Like I said, I was done with him last week. It, it, it's going to hurt his value for me, and I was, comes, I was still a fan. If but he comes in there and he is better than Jeremy Hill in training camp, he's going to be the starter. He will, and I just think I think it's just going to be a huge three headed monster. I think it's going to be very muddy yeah. waters. I don't think that means that Mixon is going to be some great fantasy value. I, I just think, think it kills. Be. I think it kills the other two personally. See, I think I think they could be done with Geo. Geo is going to be that. I think well, Gio's not third, done with him. I think he's, he's just third be the, down back. He so. will be that, and he's not going to ever. He's never going to get off that island. Exactly. That's where I think this means for Gio. Definitely means that for Gio yeah. and Hill. I think they're kind of just Hill. Yeah. I, th- I think they're yeah. They're it's making sure they have a plan. But you you see this this is going people, with a lot more yeah. NFL teams now. They get yeah, more than one guy. Yeah, they can get a ton of talent at the running back position because they're not over overpaying for him anymore. And not to jump around a lot, but the Saints just did the exact <laughs> same thing. God. And you know they have AP, they have Mark Ingram, and now they went Kamara. out and got Kamara. Kamara was my guy, and I'm I'm kind of disappointed in this. I mean, he's in no man's land. I mean, now. he could do well, but I it, it won't just, matter. He'll never get I enough him, touches. I wanted to him to go to like the Green Bay and be the guy or something yeah. and just give his chance. But this Bengals team, if Mixon got gets the job, he could be very good right away. Yeah, he will be relevant, but I still don't think he's, he's going to be. A guy that, I don't think he's in that. Top twenty discussion. I, I think it, that's. It all depends on how. It, I don't think you'll know in time for the draft. That's my. I thing. think he's going to be a guy that I'm going to be targeting because I feel like I can get him for a good price. I really do, and he could be a guy that hits. It could be Jordan Howard from last year. He absolutely could. Be. And all I, of a sudden, you get a, especially a keeper league. You get a guy for nothing that's going to be a top running back for years. Yep. I think that it has that potential. Not saying it's going to happen, but I think this is the situation that definitely has that potential right yeah. now. Yeah, for the running backs that are yep. coming into a situation that's not clear cut like Fournette. Or more McCaffrey, even yep. he probably has the best chance of of kind of coming onto the scene because of all the issues they've already had with the running backs. Yep. I I'm not a big fan of him still. I I, I truly well, I'm not, I think a, he I'm has, not a big fan of him personally. No, no, well, no, <laughs> I don't yeah, like personally. We here I don't we, agree we don't, with we him. don't talk about anybody's personal lives here. Yeah, it's all about fantasy. But um, I just don't I don't trust in in it yet, and yeah. I think I think Hill. And uh, Geo are still good enough backs that they're not going to completely disappear. Yep. Um, and you know you can kind of see it. Like Howard last year, I think it was pretty pretty easy to see that Langford yeah. wasn't ever going to be the guy. Yep. Um, and he wasn't a bruiser, so he's not going to be a goal line back. Yep. Geo still can be a third down back, if nothing else. Hill can still be a goal line back, if nothing else. And, Dix, and so Mixon's Mixon could the be, first and second down guy. Yeah, and even if he gets possibly, but seventy percent of the snaps, he could get completely sandwiched and, and not get any touchdowns. Exactly. And, yeah. So that's why I don't truly believe in him, and I probably will stay away from yep. him. All right. Next offensive player, still we're in the top ten. This is going to be very quick because there's really no 
fantasy value right now. Talk about Patrick Mahomes who went to the Chiefs. He's not going to be the starter this year. Obviously, it's still going to be Alex Smith this mm-hmm. year. They obviously I mean Alex Smith. We know what he is. He's just kind of an okay quarterback who's not going to hurt you too much. But they must think Mahomes has that potential to be something. I mean, number ten. We didn't think that he was going to go this high, but a couple years, he definitely could be a good player here. Pick him up in dynasty. Obviously, you're not. He's not going to do anything for you in regular leagues this year. There's really not much else. <laughs> no, he's just, uh, the he, only there's reason, not much there yet. The but. only reason I don't mind this pick, as far as just NFL football goes, yep. it, the Chiefs already have a pretty good team. They, they, they're solid, and they, 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 they need, need a quarterback a in the future. Yep. They're going to get one that's going to be able to go behind Alex Smith, who is a very good NFL quarterback if you're learning how to approach yep. the game. And they got someone that doesn't have his... I guess his faults, right? And it's just arm strength and, you know, yep. things of that nature that you're kind of born with. And this guy has all of the athletic ability that you could want. I don't know enough about this guy to know if this is a good pick, bad pick. I mean, he put up but numbers, under- but it's in the big exactly. 12. Everyone puts up numbers. I understand, no one, yeah. I understand the idea behind it, and I, I have no problem with that pick, even though yep. it's pretty high for a guy that skyrocketed up the board <laughs> in, in a matter of a couple weeks. Yep. So we're not we, – we don't know. This is – in dynasties, you can pick them up maybe in the second round of your rookie league if you want to stash a quarterback. Yeah, but even that. That's I, a little I, high, but if you if you're fine with your team and there's not a guy you want there, stash him. Yeah, him and Trubisky. You're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna see them on the no. field even the first year. Now so. this next guy could actually play. Deshaun Watson to the Texans. Yes, he they could. still say Savage is the guy, but I feel like Deshaun Watson's gonna win this job. I don't know if Watson has as much of a ceiling as Mahomes and Trubisky, but I think he's more ready to play right now. I do too. I, I really like Deshaun Watson. I think because you see these guys so much, like Deshaun Watson, we've seen him play a ton, and mm-hmm. the guy has been a winner all his life. And look what he did to the he, Alabama defense, which how many players in this first round were from the Alabama defense? And look yeah. what he did to them. I mean, there's Marlon Humphrey, cornerback, Jonathan Allen, defensive end. You know, there's two of them right there, and then there's Reuben Foster. Three Alabama players went in the first round from the defense, and look what he did to them. Yeah, and. Two years in a row. <laughs> you see this happen a lot with quarterbacks, especially. People fall in love with the athletic ability, like you, you saw Trubisky and, and, and um, uh, Mahomes. Yep. Um, they, they go up because they have huge arms. They can do all this kind of stuff. But in the QB, I feel like a better predictor is how many games you won, is kind of your, your pedigree, how many years you could actually play. Um, because you you learn a lot as you play, obviously how to read defenses, all different kind of stuff. Yep. And with him, there's there's not a knock against him. The only knock is he doesn't have as strong of an arm yeah. as Mahomes. Yep. He's not as mobile as Trubisky. I think I think the people who reach for those guys are going to look and realize Deshaun Watson was easily the best guy to take in the future. And not only that. He actually got lucky because he went to a much better team, yep. and he's going to be in a better position to actually grow. And hopefully Savage actually wins the job, and you know at least he would get to sit for the first half of the year. Yep. Um, if you have to make a switch after that, that's n- no biggie because I think this team is going to be good defensively anyway to kind of make up for it. Um, but I think Deshaun Watson, because people overlooked him, got – just a gift because I think he can truly do well at Houston. Yep, I, I, and you and he's obviously going to be draftable in dynasty leagues. Definitely, I, w- I would take him over the other two in a heartbeat. Yep. All right, now we have a drop. Finally, the offensive player stopped, and we drop all the way to number nineteen. And the Buccaneers picked up OJ Howard, the tight end from Alabama. I like this offense now. <laughs> <laughs> the offense is insanely stacked. Um, what do you think about O.J. Howard as far as production in fantasy See, for the first year? We always talk and we always talk about how I tight still, ends I, have a I, very I, tough time. They do. And I wouldn't pick him up for more than a dollar in an auction league or back end in a snake draft. What I, this, to me, this really what it does more for is Jameis Winston. And I, I was already kind of hyping up Winston a little bit in my head, even just thinking, oh, I think this could be the year he starts to break out. I really think this is going to be big. Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson, O.J. Howard. And it, from what I hear, it sounds like Doug Martin is looking good right now in these, you know, in the offseason workouts well, and stuff like that. He's going to be suspended for a couple games, but they didn't draft a running back. I heard, and, and this might be hearsay, but I did hear the only reason or the biggest reason that they weren't looking elsewhere is because Doug Martin was the 
the most, um, I guess, just phenomenal player yep. in their and workout we know, so far. We know he can be that. He's been that in the past. Yeah, he is a very good running back yep. when he stays out of trouble, when he stays healthy. And even this first couple of games that he misses, Jacquez Rogers is, is fine. Everyone's kind of overlooking Jacquez Rogers. Fine. He put up good numbers. I'll be yeah. interested in him to snatch at the end of yeah. a draft. Just to even play him for a couple weeks. Yeah, I'll play him early. That's I like this offense. Me. I like Mate Jameis. I am, I'm starting I to get a little excited. Now I, I like this because I think we're both going to target him. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> for, well, the, for that cheap quarterback. I think I was a year early on him because I, I went for him cheap last year yep. and played him while Brady was uh, suspended. I don't think I can get him cheap anymore. No, I really think this is the year that he I, – I have a – man, I don't know what it is. I just feel like he's going to break out this year. I'm really starting to think of that. I've let him and Mariota, both both of those guys, I'm starting to get a little excited about it. Yeah. And I have to try to, try to <coughs> temper like that a little both. bit because I don't want anybody else to know when the draft comes around. Right. I want to get him for a dollar or two. And, and the, the worst part about that, too, I, I'm trying to trying to keep my head on straight because, like, especially with a, a Mariota, yep. I want to see him do well, too. Yep. So now I'm, yep. like, rooting for him. And, yep. you know, so I, I don't want to overly hype and, up his numbers. And O.J. Howard, I like him for, to pick it for a dynasty pick. Not early, early, but shoot, even at the he'll back of the, the first, he'll, he'll be in the first yeah, round. Yeah, and I think he's that good. But I'm not going to be going crazy for him in a regular league. You're, you're going to have to wait on him yeah. for a few years before he hits his it, peak. It's very rare that a, a rookie tight end is just yeah. amazing. It doesn't happen. But you look at him though, and my God, he's a beast. And they need a they need a tight end. I don't, it is. It's just a great landing spot for him. Yeah. So once again, and we keep saying, I keep saying this, but like. The where these offensive players landed, they could not have been in a better position besides yep. for like a Kamara, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> who got screwed over. But yep. man, all these guys. Well, and I mean, even now they have Cameron Bray as their number two tight end. Like I like that offense. I like Jameis Winston's they, potential. They could, too. man. They can put a lot of different looks yep. out there if they want to. They can go two tight ends. They can. Oh, yeah. They have Deshaun. I I still don't believe in Deshaun Jackson, but at least he stretches out defenses. I mean, man. They, they could do a lot. And I think it helps Mike Evans a little bit, too. I mean, they should double-team him every time. Yep. But it confirms my belief that he should be the number one wide receiver. <laughs> All right. Now we drop down to number 23. And this one, I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about Evan Ingram. Tight end, went to the Giants from Mississippi. I didn't know a lot about him coming into this draft. I didn't either. I And he's... I didn't think three tight ends no, were going to go in the he, first. From what I've been gathering, he seems like he's almost more of a slot, big slot receiver type guy, where he's not really this blocking tight end. He's more of like a. Re, it's a. It's strange. So I don't. I don't know what to think about this, and I don't, I'm not really in a position to talk about it too much because I know a lot of these other players' situations. I don't really know much about this guy, and it's going to be interesting. They already have Beckham, Marshall, Shepard, and. If they use him at, I mean, I don't know how they're going to use him. For, just for, from what I hear, it sounds like he's not this just like straight up tight end. And so, what is he going to be? Is he a tight end or is he like their fourth receiver? Like you, you see a lot more teams doing this though. I mean, how many teams draft blocking tight ends anymore? Yep. OJ Howard is kind of a hybrid because he can do both right away, and that's yep. you know interesting. But even the next guy down, Najoku, yep. same thing. He's not going to be blocking. He's just. And an incredible athlete that can yep. be able to line up and make mismatches. I think this is the same guy, um, you know, Ingram. I, I am kind of shocked, though. Obviously, I, I didn't know enough about him. I thought Najoku was going to be the next guy off the board, tight end-wise. Yep. And even him, I wasn't sure if it was going to be the first Yeah, round. I think with him, it's just the fact that he's he can be more receiver-like in a way. He's big. I mean, he's, not, he's 6'3", 234, decent size, but that's not even... That's still borderline receiver size. Yeah. It, I mean, he's a little bit taller, but maybe he hasn't stopped I guess he's, he's extremely I athletic, I guess. <laughs> and he could be he could be that red zone, red zone guy. I mean, he, he was productive. He had 65 catches for 926 yards and eight touchdowns. He was solid. It's, it's interesting. I just don't know enough. I can't really – we're going to have to yeah. find out more about this. I don't know what this does for the Giants' offense no. even because they already have so many people to yeah. throw it to. See, and I think he could be solid. But, yeah, there's so many people to throw the ball to right now that – We'll see. Well, this is one of the wait and see on. Yeah, it's hard to talk about it right now because it's a straight. It still to me was an odd pick. We did say we thought the Giants needed a tight end. That was something we talked about on, on the you know NFC East yeah. preview because it was just Will Ty. But I just didn't think it was going to be Ingram, and I didn't, I didn't think it was, was going to be the first be, round. Exactly, kind <laughs> so, of threw me off. Interesting. I, I don't necessarily think this. I don't think it's going to have that much impact on fantasy. I think he could be relevant, you know, in certain games. Yep. But it's not going to take 
looks away from Beckham. And I don't necessarily know if it's going to even, you know, rise Manning's stock that much because yeah. he already has a ton of people to throw to and he's still always kind of a, a you know, back-end quarterback. So yeah. I don't know if it really matters that much, but it, it's very interesting. Obviously, they think very highly of him, so who yeah. knows. All right, one more offensive player was taken in the first round, and that was Najoku, the other tight end. Yes. And I like him, but I'm not expecting much this year. Not not yet. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, they they, they released Barnage yeah, right away. They truly believe in him. He's going to be he's gonna be their guy. They're going to throw him in the fire, which yeah. I truly like, so that he could actually be playable this yep. year. Um, but he's going to be, like like you, we were talking about with yep. the other one, he's going to be another wide receiver, really. Yep. The guy is crazy good after he gets yep. the ball. He's very big, very athletic. Yep. I think it can help the Browns. I think it's a, a good pick for them. They're becoming interesting, too. I like I liked, I just like the Browns right now, I, overall. I, I love what they did in the offseason. I, I really do. I, I they think got they Kaiser, too. Way better team. They, got they could throw Kaiser out there the way they are. That's they don't great. care about winning next year. Yeah, and think. Thank God they didn't do something stupid like Chicago, right? They say Kessler quarterback. They did say Kessler's their starter right now, but everyone's going to say that. And he should be. I don't think Kaiser's we'll ready. We'll see what Kaiser does. Yeah, give, give Kessler play. another year, and I then like that. while you're doing that, you're developing all these yep. young guys. In Njoku is another solid D- dynasty pick, I believe, in second round dynasty. Uh, yeah, I believe so too. And we'll see what he does again. Not in a re- not in a redraft. There's really not much there right now to expect. But if you want to pick him up for a dollar, because Barnage was decently productive. In that mm-hmm. last year, not as much, but he still could be. You're not gonna. It's not gonna hurt you to draft him for nothing. And the tight end position, I mean, you're not paying for any no. of these guys, right? You're not gonna have to pay for OJ Howard. You're not gonna have to pay Njoku. You're really gonna be able to switch yeah. and trade these guys in and out. So don't don't really fret about who you're gonna get at tight end. Yep. Yeah. Just it doesn't. It won't. Yeah. Just, just you know, spend a dollar exactly. So. All right. So that's it for the first round of offensive players. So I think that's where we'll cut it off for today. And next episode, we'll get into the second round and beyond. We'll go third, fourth, fifth. Maybe we'll go, I don't know, talk about basically anybody that might have some kind of impact possible. You might find some deep, deep sleepers, more dynasty type. But make sure to visit us on Twitter at the FF Profit or check out fantasyfootballprofit.com. Or email us at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. And remember to get those reviews in and send them to us, email them to us, so we can get you into a contest. We'll cut that off August 1st. So you got a couple months here to get those in. We will talk to you guys next time.